The Jungle Gym. The Adventures of Jungle Jim, broadcast weekly over this station, are dramatized from the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement that comes to you each week with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Join the 11 million adults and the 6 million youngsters who enjoy the world's greatest comic and adventure pictures by the world's best artists, featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Jungle Jim finally got the better of the band of saboteurs who were planning the destruction of the Panama Canal when he released the huge torpedo and it exploded harmlessly on the bottom of Gatton Lake. But not without some sacrifice. For as soon as Beard realized he had been outwitted, he shot Jim in the back and he was holding his pistol at Jim's head to finish him off when a shot rang out from Kolu's rifle and Beard slumped to the floor of the cave, dead. Kolu and the canal guards tenderly carry the wounded Jim back to the plantation house, where Colonel Barrett and Kitty arrange to have him transported to the hospital at the army base across Gatton Lake. Jim's injury may be very serious, and the army doctor will venture no opinion until an emergency operation is performed. While the skill of doctors and nurses is pitted against the task of saving Jim's life, three anxious people, Colonel Barrett, Kitty, and Kolu, are holding what seems to be an everlasting watch in a small room just off the hall leading to the operating room. Well, Kitty, how do you feel after a good night's rest? Well, I feel much better, Colonel, but... Yes, I know, but Jim. But <laughs> Jim will be all right, Kitty. I wish you'd take the sensible view of the situation. And what is the sensible view? Jim is in the best of hands. He's hurt, to be sure. But you should know the medical and surgical miracles these army doctors have performed more than once. And he's not shot up so badly. I'm still waiting for that sensible view. Oh, you know what I mean, Kitty. You're worrying about Jim. Can't do him a bit of good? Colonel Barrett, be right, Miss St. John. No good, think too much. If Tuan Jim going to die, he die. If Tuan Jim going to get well, he get well. One must happen. We just wait. Well, that at least is more frank than I would care to phrase it. It's somewhat fatalistic, Kolu. But it surely covers both sides completely. Oh, you men are so matter-of-fact. Of course, there are only two possibilities. Neither one must be an eventuality, but... But why deny me the comfort of worrying? Comfort in worrying? Oh, that's a new one. Of course it's a comfort. If a woman hasn't got a man to worry about, she'll worry because she hasn't. <laughs> Well, Kitty, if there's that much pleasure in worrying, let's worry together. You can't fool me either, Colonel Barrett. Good news from that room would be just as welcome to you as it would be to me. Colo would like to hear good news, too. Well, I think we're all free, like the boy whistling his way past the graveyard. Ah, come on, let's change the subject. Kitty, however did you get into this sort of a life? It doesn't seem a bit like the surroundings a young lady of your background would select as a vocation. Well, that's a question that would take a week to answer. Well, we have time to make a start anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Have a cigarette? Oh, uh, yes, thank you. Thanks. Oh, it, it began so long ago, I, I almost forget when. Only one year ago, Miss St. John. That's right, Colo. Only one year. Oh, but so much has happened. When one work with Jungle Jim... Something always happened. It sounds interesting anyway. There's no doubt of that. 
Hectic and sometimes dangerous, but always interesting. Well, the story started on a little island of the South Seas. I was the house guest of a couple who were carrying on experiments on a series of rubber plantations. A rival business group tried to get control of the main plantation by staring at the natives. That ended that episode and made me indebted to Jungle Jim for my life. When I returned to the States, I found that I was no longer wealthy enough to travel where I pleased. In fact, I was faced with the problem of earning my first dollar or go very hungry. I knew nothing except how to be a lady and, and could no longer afford that. Jim was the one that made it possible for me to be independent again. He gave me the job of his secretary. Then we came down here. Filthy place. Go on. Why stop? I've never heard a more interesting tale. Don't ask me now, Colonel Barrett. I can't even think straight. I'd... Oh, I'd give anything to know what's going on behind that door. Oh, Kitty, you disappoint me. I disappoint myself. I thought I'd taken your mind off that. Dr. Kirkbright, here are the x-ray pictures of Mr. Bradley. Oh, good. Mount them, Sorensen. Let's see what we're up against. place. In tarnation do bullets always find such places to hide. Between the spine and the right lung. Yeah. Of course, it could have been worse. But it must have struck the transverse process of the vertebrae and was deflected. Certainly looks like dangerous territory. It's in now. That's the way it happened, Doctor. See here, that must be a bone chip from one of the thoracic vertebrae. Yeah. Oh. Well... According to this other picture, it's now lodged between the mediastinum and the pleural sac. Now, it hasn't penetrated the pleural cavity. No, I think we'd be right in believing otherwise, Doctor. You see, from this angle, the deflection was upward. That's encouraging. Yeah, some encouragement. I don't like that area at all. Dr. Kirkbright, the stories of your technical ability are just too numerous for me not to welcome this opportunity to see you operate. Why didn't they pick on someone else? My man, they got me out of bed at 2 o'clock in the morning and flew me here direct from Washington. Who is this fellow, anyway? He's a great hero. Just uncovered a plot to smash up the canal. He oh. got the gang almost single-handed, but one of them let him have this bullet as a souvenir of the occasion. Yeah, that probably explains why the call came from the office of the chief of staff, but I have a lot of other work to do, confounded. Hero or no hero? Well, Doctor, you can really blame myself and my staff. We sent in the request... We believe you to be the best man in the world for this kind of an operation. Ah, poppycock, poppycock, sounds. Now, come on, let's get to work. Right through this door, Doctor. I'm sure the operating room is ready by now. Is the patient ready, Dr. Smith? Dr. Kirkbright will be here in a moment. You're starting the anesthesia, Dr. Sorensen. Now, what's the condition of the patient, Dr. Smith? Excellent, Doctor. From the physical findings, there's been no hemorrhage. The pulse and blood count pressure is normal. He's a wonderful physical specimen. Ah. Has he had his tetanus and a toxin? Uh, yes, Doctor. No indication of lung collapse? Uh, no, Doctor. Physical findings of respiration normal. I have that light lowered about a foot. Yeah. That's right. Now, scalpel, please. Clamp. Another clamp. Bunt probe. No, 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 no. Smaller retractor. Where 
deep. Just where we thought it'd be. Feel the probe hitting the bullet now. Grasping forceps. Ah, perfect miracle. Why did it stop there? A hair's breadth on either side would have pierced the mediastinum of the pleural sac, and, well, then there might not have been need for us. How's the patient's condition? Excellent, Doctor. Well, I'll take no chances on post-operative shock. Give him an immediate intravenous infusion and have him watched closely. Doctor, I've seen a lot of good men operate, but your dexterity is amazing. To locate that bullet so quickly and remove it with so little trauma to the patient is certainly remarkable. It's been a privilege to watch him. Ah, nonsense, nonsense. In France, we used to take out a pound of those things before breakfast. But uh, thanks anyway. I I must be going. Your plane is warming up on the line now. Okay, goodbye, Dr. Sorensen, and take good care of my latest patient. Goodbye. When those plans for the automatic rifle were recovered, the spy who had stolen them was given 20 years. And from then on, I was in the Army Intelligence. Go on. Why stop? I told you all of my story, and, well, I'll not be satisfied with less than all of yours. (laughs) Uh, Do you really mind if I beg off? Regulations, you know. That case happened while I was in the Ordnance Department and not subject to the ban of silence imposed on us in the Intelligence Department. Does that apply to everyone? Oh, yes. Everyone in or out of uniform in our department. You mean I can't talk about the case of J-7 to anyone? Well, no one can give you orders not to talk about it. But as the kind of patriotic American you are, it would be wiser in times like these to keep the story of Doc Beard in your own private file of memories. Colonel Barrett. Yes? Can you take a telephone call? Yes, certainly. What is it? In the office, sir. All right. I'll be right back, Kitty. All right. That Colonel Barrett, he great hunter, too, Miss St. John. He is that, Colonel. I never knew we had so many people from other countries who want to do us harm. Oh, I've read spy stories and put them in the class of murder mysteries. Nice entertainment if you like that kind of a story, but not founded on fact. Yes, sometimes truth is, stranger... Kitty, I've got good news. Jim, he's all right. Uh, No, uh, I mean it's not about Jim. You know that list of spies you found in Beard's library? Yes. They have been rounded up, every last one of them. We can close this case up as 100% success, thanks to you... Jim and Colo. Well, I'm glad you've had so much good fortune. <laughs> oh, but I wish a little of that good luck could have been saved for Jim. He seems to be the one who needs it now. Ah, Kitty. Well, why are they taking so long? Why can't we find out what's going on in that operating room? Yeah, we're supposed to be close-mouthed, Kitty, in our group, but we're positively loquacious alongside of those fellows in the medical corps. They talk when they're good and ready. Well, if they don't tell us something, and soon, I'm going in there and find out for myself. Miss St. John, Colonel Barry. Yes. Oh, Dr. Sorison, what is the news? It's of the best, young lady. Oh, thank goodness. He's safe. Oh, when can we see him? Will he be out? Well, where is he now? Dear me, such impatience. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. Time passes slowly on such a vigil as yours. He's really all right, Doctor? Couldn't be better. We oh. had the best surgeon in the medical corps flown directly here from Washington, and he performed a miracle of surgery right before my eyes. My a miracle? Yes. That bullet lodged in an extremely dangerous area. A few hundredths of an inch to one side or the other. Well, the results might have been very different. You mean, Doctor, that Jim was in that kind of danger? Was in that kind of danger. Now he's as safe as if it never happened. Oh. 
Oh, Doctor. Hey, look out, Kitty. Oh. You're knocking me off balance, sir. Well, don't stand there grinning like a jackanapes, Kolu. Help me up. That'd be just like girl, Colonel Barrett. Always mix things up. The shock of good news was too much for Kitty St. John. When Dr. Sorensen announced that Jim would get well soon, she fainted and fell, dragging Colonel Barrett to the ground with her. Don't miss the next exciting episode of The Adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of cartoon land, like the all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follows the fun and frolics of Jiggs and Maggie and the Little King and the immortal Donald Duck as well as the exciting adventures of Jungle Jim and Flash Gordon. Join the 11 million adults and the 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at this time next week over this station. Be sure to tune in. <laughs>